Hey everybody, this is Kevin, a podcast for me. Podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin, also known as K-Dog. In this podcast, if this is your first time listening to it, I uh, basically, it's a guy who is a lower level bottom feeder. What does that mean? The lower rung of society, who just so happens to make a podcast. I discuss things that I see in the news, not all everything, just things that I think I want to shit, shoot the shit about, not shit about, but shoot the shit about. What else do I do? I uh, rant about random things, and maybe uh, if I have a drunk thought or two, I'll put that in there, because sometimes I'll, I'll be drinking, and I'm like, I have a drunk thought. We're going to call those drunk thoughts, yeah, or car thoughts, if I'm in a car thoughting, you know, you know, the huge. All right, let's do some podcast. Um, went camping last week. The date is 4-21-2019. It's a Sunday. It's Easter. Kid went to church today for the first time. That's cool. Yay, church. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to click on that. Mm. Got the eggs and everything. I'm not real particular about Easter. I don't really care too much. But, you know, it's for the kid. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, we went camping last week. That was pretty cool. A lot of fire. Didn't, um, yeah, because I didn't bring blankets and it was super cold. So we weren't particularly ready for the weather. So it's huddled over a fire. Dude, like looking at some fire. Um, that's it for recapping life. Life is uh, pretty much the same, you know, working, you know, helping people left and right, that kind of thing, as a medical assistant in the field of assisting medical people. Uh, without further ado, oh yeah, if uh, you want <clears throat> to get in touch with me, I'm on the Twitter at podcastforme.com or that podcast for me. I have a Gmail, and that's uh, www.podcastforme uh, at gmail.com. I'm on the Facebook as well with the same moniker. Basically, just type in podcast for me and you can go to website. I got a website. I think I have a blog. I don't know. Comment away. <laughs> I will respond. All right, here we go. Let's get into some news. Frustration grows among migrants in Mexico as support fades. So, um, last year we had a lot of people cross over <clears throat> from, I guess, Guatemala and think places like that through Mexico all the way into America. And, uh, that's a bit of a process, you know, processing the sheer amount of people that are coming in. You always have people coming in in America, but then a surge of people, that's kind of hard and perplexing. So say you're in Mexico waiting to become an American citizen of some sort. Now you got to hopefully get in there while 5,000 to 8,000 people are already jumping in there. <laughs> so it's always been a, it's a weird thing that we're in right now where we, our government's like, hey, yeah, we got two sides of the picture. Republicans are like, hey, we need a police for borders. And the Democrats, without saying it, want to open the borders as much as possible because, you know, they want votes. I don't even think it's a thing in which... They want them, the immigrants in, 
so that they can be voted in because of the immigrants. I think they're just uh, trying to get people to think that they're compassionate. Just by doing what they're doing, trying to open the borders as much as they are to allow thousands and thousands of people in. I mean, let's be real. America, America, the world's a big place. And America's got it going on, you know, and we're very laxed in our uh, policies. So a lot of people are just going to fly in there, you know, and it's just easier to get through. A lot of unintentional consequences to that, you know, like one country doesn't have infinite resources and they can't help everybody. I mean, you have the people here that need help, and it's hard to help them when you're too busy trying to funnel all your money into helping the entire world, you know. There's a reason why America's on top, you know, not thirsting for water and things like that. It's because, you know, they're trying to, you know, do their own thing. But if they constantly gave up 100% of the resources to the entire world, you would then make America itself poorer and less what it should be, you know. Uh, utopia that's what we're trying to get right that's a goal of a society right to make a utopia to make the perfect society unattainable but why not work for it so here we are letting people in left and right I mean what are your views you want to open the, the borders fine let them all in figure it out don't let them in okay figure that out I think it's an impossibility to try to keep them all out but I don't think it's wrong to be like, hey, man, this is this is tough, uh, tough situation, you know, with all these people coming in. Now, America is getting all frustrated to the point where Mexico is now frustrated <laughs> because they're just a path to America. It's like people are just like they're just tearing shit up to get. I mean, it's a group of people. Like if you ever talk to a group of people, how many individuals you would say are smart and how much of the mob is stupid you know you get the one person maybe you can speak reason to them and then you have 50 people can you speak reason to 50 people not so much they kind of just kind of go with each other right you've been to rallies you've seen college course campus businesses you've been at a bar you can get people all riled up on one subject, you know, and just go with it. It's hard to convince an entire group of people to be like, hey, let's do this. So here you got Mexico, and you got a group of people, and if a couple of shitty people start shit up, everyone's going to get all shitty. And they're just like littering and going crazy all across the border. I mean, that's, that's not everybody, but some of them. And Mexico's like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> we're not like a dirty freeway here, you know? They're going to have to start stopping these immigrants. At first, they were just kind of like letting them go. But the damage that they're wrecking, you know, wreaking on the way up there, it's a long course, you know, all throughout Mexico. Mexico is going to have to come up. <laughs> they're going to have to come up with their own um, thought process. They're going to either have to, or a goal-oriented thing. What are they going to do? They either shoot these people down or uh, stop them from going to America or to create a freeway for them. To create one road where it's a straight shot <laughs> and then or or give them buses that's that's it to shuttle them across i mean it's it's better than alternative why not shovel all the all the immigrants towards the border you know america's just gonna let them in because we can't decide on things that's how that works out and what's weird is we suck at border at the policing the borders that 
You got these um, armed volunteer militia group detain immigrants at the U.S. border. It's an explosion, explosive situation. So there's a bunch of people, Americans, grouping up together, forming militias, and they're just grabbing uh, immigrants and then just keeping them there until the border patrols uh, pick them up. And that's a bad thing. I mean... But that's what's going to happen if you don't have America policing its borders. If, if anything, if you don't have a government that doesn't stop certain things, then people are going to take umbrage with this and do it themselves. And you don't want that. You don't want a group of people you did not elect, you had no say in it, you know, and they're just deciding what to do making their own laws becoming vigilantes as it were you don't want vigilantes you don't want a group of guys thinking oh yeah we could just detain them that same group of people once again a mob can think other things well they're fucking criminals and we should do whatever we want to them you know that's not good either and you don't want to promote that because that can evolve into a bad situation of militia men growing and growing and growing you know, they have no form of government. There's no structure to them other than the law saying, don't do this. I mean, it is, I guess, legal for a citizen's arrest and things like that. But that's just, you know, a whole slew of problems. You know, if everyone just kept arresting each other and shit, you know, where does it stop? You know, you have a group of guys just arrest a guy. Oh, yeah, he said bad words. The police get involved and turns out it was all for nothing. You know, same thing with these immigrants. You can't have a bunch of guys getting together and just saying, hey, yeah, let's go grab these immigrants. They're not even American citizens. We can do whatever we want. You know, you, I mean, I'm not saying that that's what's happening, but that will happen <laughs> if you let this get out of control. So, I mean, like, wherever your heart is on this whole immigration thing, think, know this. I mean, what are you going to do? Outlaw that? I mean, then you're going to have outlaws doing shit. Either way, you're not going to stop people from thinking, oh, we got we to gotta stop this. I mean, just like immigrants, you can't stop illegal immigration. You're just not. And you're not going to be able to stop illegal detaining people. You know, that's going to fucking happen. So what do we do? Well, we got to come up with a stance. We got to come up with ways of un expressing understanding. I don't know, fast track this whole immigration thing, maybe. You know, I see a guy, wife, and a child, and, or a uh, husband and wife, and they got their kids with them. Fuck, man. I mean, doesn't seem like they're going to get together and form an ISIS or anything, you know, <laughs> or like a terrorist situation. But, man, I mean, if we don't get these borders under control, I mean, we're going to have a lot of unintentional consequences to it, you know. And the Democrats and Republicans don't really give a shit. You know, Republicans, they want to you know reinstill values like let's have these walls and bullshit like that they don't really fucking care and the democrats they don't give a fuck either they don't care about illegal immigration and shit like that they don't care they just want to seem like they care just so they can give votes because if they really wanted to do something the two parties would come together and talk what's illegal immigration what's what's a wall what's this what's that how do we get through this? Well, if we can't build the wall, what can we do? How about these militias? <laughs> Let's get volunteers. Fuck, that's crazy. You're lucky they um, just detained them. Can you imagine the amount of 
hillbilly ex-military disenfranchised men who are thinking this is a cause worth fighting this will give rise just like when columbine happened you know it's been 20 years since it happened and uh you had you know these two kids shooting up schools and then from that you had more shooting schools and things like that you got this video this news report of our militia fucking stopping border uh, these fucking families and shit. It's only a matter of time before that escalates and people start copying each other. Oh, we could do it too. And then, of course, as always, bad dudes come in and start doing things to families, creating dungeons and shit. I mean, this is a terrible fucking situation and we're just letting it happen. Now, <laughs> I mean, like, if, that immigration problem is going to solve itself or something's going to happen that's going to be fucking terrible. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just reporting. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Here's a good one. As the mother of a trans child, I applause Charlize Theron. So, Charlize Theron has a kid who's seven. It's a boy. Or no, that's a girl who thinks... who's. It's, it's a seven-year-old who uh, is a girl. Wait. She's honoring her seven-year-old child Jackson's identity as a girl. Oh, it's a boy who thinks he's a girl? Yes, I thought she was a boy, too, until she looked at me and said, I'm not a boy. Okay, all right, cool. So, I just read this article. Uh, so, this is how it goes. Your three-year-old tells you, I'm a ninja. So, let's, let's commit to that. Take them deep into Japan and uh, train them in the art of ninjutsu because apparently when a kid says there's something, we have to just agree with it. Oh, wait. It's only because of gender. So only when it's a gender thing do we then make it a thing where a, a three-year-old can dictate what gender they are, you know? Just like when a three-year-old dictates that they're a ninja... That's crazy talk, but oh yes, can a child totally decide what they are. Man, have you ever talked to an adult? They don't even know who they are. Forget gender politics aside, the, a, a person really takes a while to, to figure out who they are. At 18, they could be some kind of liberal, hardcore, I want to do this, let's have abortions everywhere. Let's do, do, be free to do everything, open borders, 10 years down the road, lots of schooling, lots of growing. They could then decide they're Republican and say, hey, you know what, that's, you know, hopefully they understand the value of understanding mistakes. You know, yeah, my past was stupid, open borders. Maybe we should be a little bit more cautious about just letting everybody in. And maybe we should just, you know, I don't know really figure out what life is when it comes to abortion you know and maybe we should have a, you know i mean like that that's a that's an individual's path you're f from your fucking teenage years fuck it from like zero to ten you're figuring shit out as a kid you're you're learning you know hey you know mommy is there daddy is there if you're lucky and then um you know i'm a kid and then when you get to your teens you're like i'm my own person motherfucker I can do shit. I, I'm going to experiment with some shit. You hit your 20s, I'm an adult, motherfucker. I know everything. I can do whatever I want. 
I'll live forever, motherfucker. You get to your 30s. Ah, man, them kids, they're too young. Stupid. Ah, get your 40s. And then you're measured, hopefully, God willing, you know, and then so on and so forth. Hopefully you don't grow up to be a child and stay that way. And just be comfortable with yourself. From your 30s and on, I think that's when you start learning to be comfortable with yourself. And now, we're, we're I mean, that's like 30 years. You're telling me that a child at fucking seven years just figured out who they are? It's a pretty big fucking thing. What is a gender identity I mean, can't you just be a person and then decide things that you like? Can't you just be like, I have a dick, but I don't, I don't like need it to do things. I could do other things with it, you know? <laughs> I can, can't you go that direction? Why do you have to be a different gender? You know, why can't you just be of who you are and then do the things you want? You feel like wearing a dress, fucking wear a dress. You feel like wearing pants, wear fucking pants. You know, my wife wears pants. I don't change my ideology of her just because she wears pants. She wears a dress. She wore a dress today. Do I? Do, do my opinions change of her? No. But then we just insert this whole gender politics where it's like, you know, I'm a girl now because I'm I was born a boy. No, motherfucker. There isn't. There is a science to who you are. You know, you have your X and Y chromosomes and shit. You know. It, Genetically, that's who you are. Now, how you feel is different. Now, why does it have to be identified? You know, why does it have to be a thing? How you feel. Can't you just be sad? Can't you just be happy? Can't you just be angry? Why is it you have to associate yourself with a team? Hey, I got to be a boy. Hey, I got to be a girl. You know, we, we establish these genders to, you know, say, oh, you're this set of people and you're that set of people, you know? And now it's getting weird with the transgender people, you know? And you know what? More power to you. You want to be a girl, you want to be a girl. But, hey, let's not let the children make those decisions. Let's let them at least kind of grow up a little, you know, at least into their 20s when they're all rah, rah, rah and shit. I don't know. I think it's a dangerous thing to let kids dictate who they are. I think, uh... I think when a kid thinks that he needs to stick a thumbtack in his fucking mouth, you know, I don't think he knows what he's doing or she knows what she's doing. And you say, well, that's crazy talk, bro. You can't just say, you know, you can't compare eating a thumbtack to I, uh, deciding what identity that you are. I mean, actually, I mean, come on, let's be real here. At three, if you don't know the difference between a thumbtack in your mouth and a thumbtack in food in your mouth, I mean, how in the fuck do you know your identity? You don't even know genetics. You don't even know anything about men and women, things like that. And for that to be a thing, that means that men and women are different. And isn't that a weird thing, too? Because I thought we weren't different. So what does it mean that for a, a boy to be deciding that he's a girl? What does that mean? Does that mean he's now a, a girl? And what, what does that mean? Does that carry on societal norms like wearing high heels and dresses and shit? What does that mean? You know, why aren't the feminists coming and arguing this shit? All right. Oh, so you feel like a girl now. So you're going to wear high heels. Well, that's the, you know take men and uh, that's a you know a sign of oppression and things like that you know how dare they 
create these societal norms where women have to wear heels. But then it's a thing in which a boy of seven decides to be a girl and then he can wear heels. You know, is he being oppressed? (laughs) It's a confusing thought process that is just accepted rather than discussed. And then when it is discussed, it turns into a fucking visceral attack onto each other. You know, like, let's decide whether or not, what were we talking about? Are men and women different? Are they the same? If they're the same, how are you changing? Or why do we have to label things? I mean, we could just say, you're a boy because you have a penis and testicles. But uh, I, I like wearing dresses. Well, you're a guy who likes to wear dresses and that's okay too why can't that be acceptable you know your girl wants to be a boy what does that mean well i want to wear pants okay well you have fallopian tubes you have ovaries and a vaginal area let's uh can't you just be the same thing but wear pants why do we have to why is it gonna be clothes let's go for lipstick you want to be a boy wearing a lipstick you want to be korean Okay, you're a guy wearing lipstick. Why does this have to be a thing in which we have to, uh, you know, tell these seven-year-olds, you know, what they are? That's eccentric, you know, a seven-year-old deciding what they are. I have a theory, and I will throw it at you. I'm not trying to be a transphobist. I just wanted to have a discussion, you know. I'm just saying, you got this rich lady who has a kid, and this kid's surrounded by other rich parents that have other kids. One could argue that this progressive thought process was pushed onto this kid. Because, I mean, you can casually guide a kid to certain things, avenues of thoughts. Henceforth, go into the Deep South with the KKK, and you have these seven-year-olds, these eight-year-olds, saying the N-word and shit like that because they're indoctrinated at an early age with rhetoric. Now, realistically speaking, do you think that an eight-year-old is truly racist? Do you really think that? Do you think that when you go to those KKK areas or those hardcore Confederate dudes who raise their kids to hate all Negroes and all that nonsense, do you think those eight-year-olds are really racist? No. They've just been indoctrinated, and you fucking know it. Can the same thing be said for a kid, you know, surrounded by other progressive people thinking, oh yeah, this is such a normal way of thinking. And of course, people like to rewrite the story of themselves, you know, like, say I was a transgender person, I would then write the story, oh, I felt like this since I was a kid. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can just look at your past and pick out points and say, see, there it is. That makes me right. I mean, that's what people do. They, they seek out the story of the day, the story of themselves. I mean, in the day. You stubbed your toe, uh, got a ticket in traffic, uh, fucking had a bad dinner. It was a bad day, but only four things happened out of a 24-hour cycle. Was it really a bad day? Or was it just a four bad things happened within a day? It just matters how you, how you contextualize your day. You know, that, that's really what this is. And for people who go back in their own past and say, oh, yeah, I've always felt this way. Nah, really? I mean, are you are you sure? Have you really took a look inside, look at the story, go and read your own book? And uh, 24 hours out of the day, do you think that the three fucking things you did that was a little girly, you know, 
that was the story of you being a transgender person? I mean, I sat down pissing down. I, I sat down pissing one day. Does that make me transgender? Is it secretly that I want to be a girl? I wear some lipstick one day, that makes me a transgender? <laughs> I mean, shit. But what does that even mean, you know? I, I Like I said, I, one day I would hope people would... There were a forum that would be created for people to discuss these things without fucking shitting on each other half the time. And sometimes you just get married to your own ideas. If you think about it, you're just like, oh, yeah, well, this is the way it is. And this is how it's always been. No, not really. And I bring it back to, well, I don't really give a fuck if you're 52 or 30 or 20 and you decide you're a boy or a girl or whatever the fuck. But when you start fucking assigning that to a seven-year-old, you're fucking crazy. That is a symptom of the most dangerous thing of us indoctrinating our children with fucking rhetoric. You know, just like them KKK guys and just like the child soldiers in Africa fucking just cutting people up and shit. It's just, it's not the kid that fucking wants to do that. It's the people forcing this shit onto them. And it's not even forcing it. It's just constantly fucking pummeling them and shit, you know. I think what we, the true thing to do is let the kid be a kid and uh, don't push. Don't push agendas. That's a hard thing to do when you're surrounded by things. I mean, right now we're surrounded by don't kill anybody. I mean, like, that's me, my wife, everybody around us. We're saying don't kill anybody. But in some other fucking country, they got their kid and they're fucking like, hey, you got to murder people. That's, that's the way it is. This actual article is actually about another trans lady saying, you know, yeah, I'm the mother of another trans person. You're fucking crazy too, I think. I don't know. I, no, that's rude. That's rude to say. What can I say? I just, you know. It's a weird thing that there's more, more, more and more of these stories of dudes who want to be girls. More so than girls want to be guys. And I, do, you know my theory. If you listen to my past podcast, I, I think that when a woman wants to be a boy or a guy... I think that's more legit than, say, a guy who wants to be a girl. Because there's, it just seems more applicable, you know? Like, you really want to be a dude that much, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, if you think I have a difference of opinion, you have a difference of opinion, you can get me at the podcast for me on Twitter. You know, or get me on the Gmail. But please, let's have a conversation about it. I'm not saying transgender is wrong. I just think giving it to a kid, you know, a seven-year-old, let that kid breathe a little. Just breathe. Yellow. <laughs> My kid hates Trump. How about that? <laughs> He's eight. I don't say anything about bad about Trump, but, man, he fucking hates his guts. He keeps talking about him all the time. And that's because of the culture of where, where he's at, you know. People are saying it all around him. Kid doesn't know shit. <laughs> um, Notre Dame burned. That's that's news. And there's protests. This yellow vest thing is still going. I was going to look into it, but I really don't care. People that are rioting. Notre Dame went on fire. That's a day in history. What is this one? Top aid resigns from Kim Fox's. Top aides resigned from Kim Fox's office after Jesse Smollett case. So a little background if you haven't heard. You lived under a rock or you're from the future and you haven't heard the past. Uh, this guy, gay, Jew, black, 
guy in Chicago goes and gets taken down by these two uh, Nigerian guys in MAGA hats and, you know, poured bleach on them or whatever the fuck, right? Turns out he pays these fucking dudes to do this so he can further his career in victim politics. Then he goes to... Because he involved the police, they investigate him, they seal the case, and um, he's not guilty. But it's not that. They dismissed it in a way. A conversation was had in between the two of them, and he's neither guilty or not guilty. You know, And he got away with it, and he maintains his innocence or whatever. Idiots believe him that he was really accosted, even though he paid these fucking guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so people were leaving this lady's um, office because people were just being too nice to these criminals. You know, you got your R. Kelly. He's a singer who fucking has a sex cult and he's fucking kids left and right. And uh, nothing's happening. <laughs> and then you got Jesse Smollett. He fucking, he, he created a problem that's greater than the actual problem. Racism exists. Crimes against, you know, the gays, the Jews, and black people because he was all three. Uh, (laughs) That happens. Hate crimes like that. That does happen. But he created a system in which, you know, do you believe the victim now? You know, I mean, it was always there, but he just poured fuel to the fire. You know, and that's worse than actually committing that crime. You commit a crime like this, you, you fucking be racist and hurt a black man, then you get arrested and you go to jail and the crime is solved. You know, that's like an instance of justice, you know, and that only promotes goodness, right? Because justice was served, all that good shit, right? This guy, because he faked his criminalness, you know, I mean, faked his uh, uh, his attack, it's like a thing in which he's like, you know, like now people, when that does happen, we're going to be like, oh, I wonder if he's a Jesse Smollett. Did I get Smollett? So he's a piece of shit. People are still defending him, though, and they're weird. They're fucking weird as fuck. Those are people with elevated lives who don't have time to actually think. Alright, none of the news. Children speak publicly for the first time about the abuse of their Turpin parents as they're sentenced to 25 years to life. So I don't really cover this kind of news. But this brings it back to something I brought up a while back about prisons. So you have these uh, parents, and they fucking abused these 12 kids in dungeons for years until they were finally, you know, caught. Most crimes get caught, right? They got caught. And um, now they're going to go to jail. Why? Why are they going to go to jail? Because think about it. What, what is the purpose? We're going to punish them. Punish them How? By keeping them in jail? How's that punishment? You just taking their lives? They're still alive. Now, I mean, it's not like, what are these jails for? They're just punishment or are they for reform? If it's punishment, I mean, then just being in jail, I mean, for the, for the crime that they did, is it really proportionate? So we can't torture, right? Because we got to be better than them. So, what's the alternative here? We should kill them. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. I mean, we murdering is bad, right? But these fucking parents are gone, man. They fucking grab some kids. 
I mean, gave birth to some kids and tortured these fucking kids for years. One day is enough. One day of torture is enough. 12 years? 12 years of torture? To a child who knows nothing? And that kid's scarred for life. All those kids. Those kids aren't going to grow up normal. They're just not. It's unreal. And if they do, more power to them. But statistically, really? I mean, you're going to abuse a fucking kid for 12 years? You abuse a kid for one day, that could change the whole aspect of who they are. Who, what they become. You know, things like that. You know, serial killer, rapist, things like that. Confusion. Body dysmorphia. Who knows? But they did this for 12 fucking years, and what are we going to do? We caught them. Now they're in jail. Away from society. But why? If they're dead, they're away from society. If they're alive, what, 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 what can they offer to society other than eating food, taking our tax dollars away? And what, what is to be gained? Like, are you going to reform them so they can just apologize for their shit? They fucking were crazy to begin with. I mean, after year one, how do you reform somebody who fucking tortures a kid for fucking that many years? There is no reform. We don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I say excommunicado from life. It's it's more humane. Keeping somebody in a, sh in a cell, you're no better than them. You know? I mean, if you want to go for torture, that's what you're doing. You're just better. You're the same as them. You say, well, it's not torture because they have prison and they have this and that. and that's not how humans are, and you're not treating them like humans. You're treating them like prisoners, you know, not as human. You might as well just be like them. Killing them is more humane. Why, why kill them? There's so many positives here. One, you don't waste money. No tax money wasted. Two, you weren't going to reform them, so why bother? Three, um, justice. You know, they took the lives of 12 kids, ruined them. And those kids, it's not like you can mercy kill these kids. You just, you just let them live, give them therapy, and hope for the fucking best. But that's not going to work. They're just going to be fucked up individuals. I have hope that maybe they won't. But whatever, you fucking ruin these kids. And they're always going to think about it. Should I stub my toe in the sixth grade? I still think about it. I can't imagine being tortured for 12 years. I, kill these guys. Don't fucking keep them alive. I don't know. That's what I think. I mean, if you think I'm wrong, let's argue about it. If you think I'm right, more power to you. You can make a case to save their lives. I don't know. And this death penalty thing we got, it's weak as fuck. Bullets to heads. I mean, if the one bullet doesn't do it, you just keep doing it. There's lots of people who just kill. We could like funnel these serial killers into into our justice system. You know, give them a, an outlet for their craziness. <laughs> you know. All right, that's it for the news. Let's go. Let's go over some notes. I read some. Let's do riff section. Section of the riff section. Riff. So I was listening to this podcast, right? And um, it was Joe Rogan, you know, badass mofo. He was uh, interviewing this guy named Adam. Adam, I forgot his last name. But he, he's a, he's the star of some show called Adam Ruins Everything. 
and he talked about alpha males. I remember seeing this as a YouTube thing, and I thought it was a cool concept of a person who takes a particular status quo, a, a normal thought, and he turns it on its head. At first, I thought he did it as jest, you know, like he was just trying to start some shit, you know, just to get, you know, popularity. There are some people, I think, that the things that they say, they are not true to them. And it's not the people who say, you know, uh, I'm a good person and things like that. It's mostly, I think, Republicans, you know, who are hardcore about build the wall and shit like that. I don't think they believe that shit. Just as much as I think that Democrats who say, you know, open the borders and shit. I don't believe in their shit, too. So I figured that Adam, this guy, I thought he was just doing this shit just to start some shit. Which I think there's a mix of that. I think that's there. He just wanted to fucking piss people off. But at the same time, it's some of the values that he has. So what, you, what am I talking about? Well, alpha males. He said he talks about how alpha males don't exist. Um, they're a myth, as it were. Because the way our society is and a bunch of people he interviewed, you know, equals that outcome. You know, humans don't work like that. And he said he got a lot of shit for that, as he should. Because if you don't believe that there are people in this world that are, like, what, what do you think of an alpha male when you think of it, right? In, in, in wolves, it's like the bigger wolf, you know, the leader of the pack. It's similar in, um, in, in humans, right? I, I would think. Right, you got you got your guy or girl, whatever you know, and they're like, he he turns it into a macho thing, a macho bravado, but it's more of like a confident person where people would just listen to more often, you know. It's the person they listen to, the person that leads the group, the person who has a greater voice. It's that person, you know, the person who moves everybody, you know. That's your alpha. And, I mean, you can, I don't think it exists in, like, males only. I mean, like, I've seen alpha women, you know, like, in the sense that whatever they said goes. Whatever, whatever needed to be done, you know, they would say. Now, does that mean they're right? No, it doesn't mean alpha males are right or wrong. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that people kind of gravitate towards certain people, and they're the leaders. <laughs> and then you got other kinds of terminologies for alpha you know like i was real alpha you know when you like picked up that lady or whatever you know it, those are just slang ways of uh, thinking you know but usually the most aggressive the most confident the most people listen to i, I would consider to be the alpha and he says this does not exist you're out of your fucking mind and if you analyze the story of you and the story of everyone else look around you look at the person you're listening to most is usually on a very I don't know. Uh, what's the word? Alpha. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. But usually you'll have your group of friends and you'll have the one person who whenever they say something, everyone kind of gravitates towards. Or you find yourself coming up with reasons why that person's right, you know. And uh, you have that everywhere. You have that in all forms of groups, you know. You even have in a situation of five strangers meeting each other, you'll have the one person who rises to the fold, you know, everyone just pays attention. Watch the Survivor shows. You always have a guy or a girl who becomes the leader, you know, or not the leader per se, but the person everyone listens to and things like that. 
I mean, that exists. Alphas exist. I mean, I remember when I was an electrician, we had this one lady, uh, dumb as rocks, right? And uh, but she she was uh, she's female in a very guy uh, centered area, and because of you know people not trying to be insensitive, whatever she said went. You know, she could be totally wrong. You know, red goes to blue, you know, or something like that. <laughs> one plus one is uh, four. You know, she could have said anything she said. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And uh, everything she said goes. Then one guy, this one guy I knew, he, um, he's dumb. He, uh, no, he's not dumb. He's super smart and um, hard worker, but he didn't mesh well with people. And that's your problem. It doesn't matter how good of a worker you are or whatever, unless you're on top yeah, people don't take kindly to that, you know. If you, unless you're like a bestie with everybody, people hate the go-getter, you know. And especially like, especially if you're not on top. I mean, the go-getter, the alpha, the guy who takes first place, only works if they're on top, you know. I, I mean, as a guy, I guess I don't know. Well, anyways, this dude and this girl got into it, and he was right and she was wrong. I mean, I'm on the other side of things. I'm the one who would test things out. So I, I knew who was right before they even started talking. Cause, but he, he, I didn't say anything. I just observed it. He said some things where he was right. And because she was the alpha in that situation, uh, everyone sided against him. And uh, everyone hated his guts. They already hated him before. They hated him even more. And that in that situation, you would have an alpha and a beta. When you're talking to somebody... You'll have a situation where there's a the alpha and a beta, I would call it. You would have alpha. Blah, 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 blah. You'd be saying some shit and the other person will back the fuck down. That's an alpha. Now, the whole concept of alpha doesn't exist. It's stupid. It, it's a stupid thing. I mean, alpha in the sense of a wolf. Yeah, of course it doesn't exist. That's like saying there's no elephants among men, but there's fat people who are like elephants. You know, like I mean, doesn't make it necessarily true, but in instance, it conveys a set of words and emotions to convey a point. So when you say this guy is real alpha, you get the point of what they're saying, right? And he goes, he explains that not all women desire confident, athletic men. But can even, but can even met most women do, to acknowledge would mean their chance. There is a chance he was wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, so the the two Joe and Adam they start going after each other, right? And, and Joe's hardcore. He's like, alphas exist because he he's a man of common sense, right? Adam, who isn't a master of everything, he's a comedian who just so happened to have a team of people look up some shit to make himself right. You know, I mean, if you look up something nowadays, you can find something to make you right. I mean, hashtag Earth is flat, you know, what the fuck? Earth is not flat, but yet people believe that because they just looked up a bunch of shit to make themselves seem right. In a world where people think the Earth is flat, well... I mean, dang. I mean, you could think anything up. Um, well, unless we're in a simulation, Earth is truly flat. Who knows? Anyways, so um, he explains, yeah, so basically I, I wrote this note down. He, he's talking about how athletic men, uh, most women don't like athletic men, you know. And that's kind of weird, right? I would believe... 
I would say that not all women desire an athletic dude, but they do desire attributes of said guy, a guy who gets after it, you know? I mean, yeah, you're right. Maybe there's a couple outliers that do like, you know, slugs, shitty people, because they don't feel good about themselves probably. But um, most healthy people desire something that is greater than them, if anything, really. I mean, or something that elevates them. Just being around them makes them feel good, you know? And usually athletes are the ones that convey that, you know? It just so happens that they look good, you know, they're buff and whatever. But usually to obtain that, it's not just genetics, although sometimes it is. It's uh, the, the hard work ethic, you know? A person with hard work ethic, it spills into a domino effect of awesome traits. You know, confidence, aggression, assertiveness, things that women want, you know? Not all, but some, most, you know? And, um, yeah, and I mean, like, you have your alphas and nerds, you know? You have a group of nerds, and then you have the alpha nerd who just knows more shit and everyone listens to I mean, their alphas exist everywhere, and girls do like them alphas, man. They want the one who is the best amongst them all, you know, the best that they can get, you know. I mean, they're not going to get the best man of all time, but they want to achieve that. Some women, I think, though, get confused on what they want. They don't even know what they want. I mean, that's a real thing. I mean, even guys don't even know what they want half the time. They think they do, but they don't. People don't know what they want sometimes. They have to really look inside themselves, you know, and try to kind of come to terms with that. There's one girl. She's uh, She makes a lot of money, you know, confident, strong. Keeps getting with these guys, and the relationship keeps failing. And my theory behind that, and I could be wrong, is she wants something that's harder to get just like tall women usually want to get with someone who's taller than them so they have a lower selection rate you know because they're tall uh same thing with women who have good careers you know they got a lot of money already they got to get someone who is comparable if not more so it gets kind of fuzzy when you start dating people that's under your uh under your registry right and then if they don't achieve certain things then you know there's things you don't like like it seemed to be she kept gravitating towards guys who are just shitty you know and it's just there's attributes of that guy that she liked a true alpha like aggression things like that and then the guys who were just average that were good good guys all around she didn't like she the attraction wasn't there and i think that's just a a thing in which she just wanted shitty dudes and she can't come to terms with that. But really, it's the attributes of the alpha that she wanted. So there you go. Um, I don't know. I'm not, that's anecdotal. You know, that's not a thing. I said that word wrong. I can never say that fucking word. But with this conversation between uh, Joe and the Adam guy, I just thought it was like ridiculous because he couldn't admit, he, he created what I call an intellectual trap where he posed alphas don't exist. And because of that, to admit anything else, you know, he doesn't want to bring his argument down. That means he's married to his idea. Uh, he can't. If he, if he admits anything that's true, because things can be true and wrong at the same time. Uh, I'll give you an example. Joe goes, yeah, you're telling me that a lot of women don't like athletic men. 
confident athletic men? He says, no. That was disingenuous. That's wrong. A lot of women like athletic, confident men. You know, that's a thing. I'm not saying everyone, and I'm not saying everybody, but that's real. That happens. And for him to not admit that means he's married to this whole idea of there's no such thing as alpha, so anything that could poke holes in my thoughts, I can't admit it. For instance, if, if you looked at a cloud and it looked like a car, and you said, no, that's a cloud, and that's your argument, if you would have said it looks like a car when it obviously looks like a car, you can't say it because you're married to the idea that it's cloud only in form. That these thoughts are a little bit too heady. I feel like I'm arguing with somebody. Argue with me. <laughs> yeah, um, then I like wrote another note. He forms an idea from his foundation and looks for facts to support his idea. So... He, with this alpha male, and then the more and more I listen to this podcast between Joe Rogan and Abbott, Adam, blah, 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 Kura, blah, blah, he, um, <clears throat> he talked about all these little ideas that he had that were a little bit, they were a little bit off from my point of view. Like the way he talked, the way the things he came up with, he was a real beta kind of guy, you know? I mean, it was like... It was like he formed an idea. It became the foundation of the idea. And then after that, he would look for people who would agree with his ideas. In a big world where flat earth exists, yes, you can find an echo chamber that just proves you right. You know? He did this thing where he goes, men aren't allowed to show their feelings. Uh, most men don't have friends. What? And then goes to say, mostly has women friends. Fucking really. <laughs> I'm going to read this. I wrote this. I wrote this note as I was listening to this podcast. Men not allowed to show their feelings. Most men don't have friends. And then goes to say he mostly has women friends. Fucking really. So the guy said that older men don't have friends. And I'm like, I can see. I can see you saying. I can see that. I can see an argument for that. But they're not allowed to show their feelings. I don't know. I think that's just who you are. You know, showing your feelings is okay. I mean, it depends. I mean, if we're in a survival situation, you know, fucking crying is not the time to cry. Your fucking mother died, cry away. <laughs> I think that's okay. You know, and then you're right. I guess in, that's, in our society, maybe men, I don't know. I think it's okay to show your feelings. I don't, I don't know where it came to be where men can't show their feelings. But maybe that's just me in an intellectual trap where men can't show feelings. I don't, I'm not teaching my kid that, and I'm not learning that. And all my friends, I don't know if they show their feelings per se, but, I mean, fucking dad dies, they show their fucking feelings, you know? So, I mean, like, but, you know, they're not going to, they're they're stuck on the side of the road, and they're fucking bitching and moaning, eh, my tires are flat, they start crying and shit. No, that doesn't happen. I don't associate myself with people like that. you got to dig deep, move forward. And then he said he had a bunch of women friends, and I find that perplexing. Whenever a guy says he has a lot of women friends, that's just weird, right? I mean, unless you're in a situation where you only work with girls and uh, you're in a society with all females, I don't think that works. Most guys have guy friends, and always guys with a, girl, a bunch of girlfriends, I just thought was weird. Now, if you have girls within those friends, I see that. But most men fight, I would say, you have to have a friend who is not of your pool of, you know, sex, I would say. You know, you can't, I mean, if you can have a sexual relationship with somebody, you know, then it gets kind of weird, right? 
So if you're a guy and you have a bunch of girlfriends, that means you're a guy and you can get it on with these chicks. That's a different dynamic between you and, okay, say you're straight, I'm just saying. I mean, my guy friends, I mean, that's not, that's not a possibility. That's not like I'm going to be like, you know what, I'm drunk, let's suck dick. You know, that's just not going to happen. You know, I mean, like, we can make jokes all day into the end of earth time, but I mean, like, it's it's just not a possibility. Now, if you're a guy and a bunch of girls, it doesn't matter what they look like, I mean, eh, I mean, that could happen. I mean, that's the thing. And as long as that situation exists, I mean, then, then that's a difference than, say, when you're with guys. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's funny. I had this one friend, though. Uh, we got all drunk, and he got with this other dude. And he was a gay dude, but the other guy, he was like, I'm not gay. And then they got, they got with each other and they got drunk. And I'm, I've been smashed a lot in my life. I've been drunk so many times. Never once did I say, you know what would be great is have this dick in my ass or, and or in my mouth. <laughs> so like when he used the argument, I was drunk. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that tiger, but hey, to each his own, you know, I don't know why we created a society where, you who wanted to suck some dick, hey, why is that a bad thing? More power to you. <laughs> Attracted to hot girls, beside push that narrative. How long did we push on gay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, it, this this conversation gets ridiculous between Joe and this Adam guy. I was really mad here in this conversation. He goes. It, it, Adam, go, Adam, Joe starts talking about how men are attracted to certain attributes of a woman, and he's right. The hourglass figure, you know, you know, big boobs, ass, all that nonsense, right? And Adam goes and forms another intellectual trap. Guys aren't attracted to that. It's society that pushed that. <sighs> I don't think society's pushing that shit not one bit. I think that's you attracted to what you're attracted to. If you so happen to be attracted to ugly chicks, you're attracted to ugly chicks. If you so happen to be attracted to athletic chicks, you're attracted to athletic chicks. And I have to say, I mean, in a world of athletic chicks versus fat chicks, I can't see a world where we just, yeah, let's get with the fat girls. You know, I can't see that. I mean, to say, take society away. Say we're all mongoloids. I mean, it makes sense that you would go for the most healthy thing. You know, like, I mean, animals do that all the time. I think it's in our nature to go for the good genes. And like what happens in our society is we trick that shit out, you know, with the uh, drugs and surgeries and shit and push-up bras and such. But I mean, I mean, you can be attracted to what you're going to be attracted to. And to say otherwise is just ridiculous. To say society is pushing this shit, that's just weird. You could push that logic to being gay simply by saying, yeah, yeah, it's society that says that you don't want to suck cock. Only, only guys and see society is pushing us with this heterosexual lifestyle. See, it's society that's wrong. Everyone needs to be gay, you know. I mean, no, that's that's wrong. <laughs> I mean, you like what you like. You either like a guy or you like a girl, whatever you want. I mean, that's 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 real. I mean, so if you're attracted to someone who's athletic versus someone who's obese, I mean, that's what it is. Just as like. When you're attracted to a, uh, a guy or a girl. So that's a weird way of thinking. And he wouldn't admit that. Whatever. Alright, attracted to girls. Adam and his true friend was left. 
Slash. He says men can't compete with women in fighting, but then goes to say make sports for women due to male football is made for men. Yeah. So all throughout the uh, course of this podcast, I came up with the conclusion is Adam in his truest form is a demonstration of left eating left, meaning he's got this set of progressive ideas that keeps pushing forward. And it just kind of falls apart into itself. Where, given enough time, if you have a guy who says, yeah, go for abortion. Another guy has to one-up that and say, yeah, go for abortion and open borders. And then you get more progressive. Hey, let's all just be guy and girl, whatever we want to be. And then you just keep going and going and going. Hey, wait a minute. Girls aren't equal. Wait, no, they are equal. Well, then I'm a guy and I want to be a girl. That's different. So girls are different. But wait, we're equal. <laughs> so the guys kind of eat, eat each other's own ideologies away. Then he and then he says, he goes to go on about sports. He goes, women can compete in men's sports. Cause, and then he says that uh, sports are created for men. You know, uh same body type, same muscular ridge. I mean, like, it just so happens that we can just compete at certain things. Let's just take fighting, for instance. I mean, that's the most basic sports of sports. Right? Football, basketball, all that bullshit, whatever. Running, whatever. Fighting. Fighting is its own thing. No matter how hard you train a woman, no matter how hard you train a man, a man's usually going to win. Because he's... Say you took a man or a woman from birth and you train them right from the birth fed them the same things same training regiment had them fight the dude's usually gonna win i mean that's just the way it is he's stronger bones are denser he just has mechanical advantages true it exists that some women can beat up dudes but in the fight world men rule that's just the way it is and that's just because of a difference in bodies and stuff. Yeah, you know, you could change things with testosterone and things like that. And uh, so be it. But to say women should compete with men in, in say, running, that's not fair. And this, this conversation got brought up with transgender people. Because he's, he's pro-transgender children. You know, like, hey, you got a five-year-old? Let's turn them into whatever the fuck gender they want to be. Shit, they want to be a transformer. Let's cut their arms off and um, put the robot arms on them. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If a guy, if, if a girl wants to be a guy, so be it. And they should compete, which they would get fucked up. And guys shouldn't. He's all like, yeah, guys can totally transition to be a woman and then go deadlifting. I'm like, that's unfair, right? Here you are, a woman, working your ass off, trying to be top chick. And then here comes this dude breaking all your records. Because they I, they just felt like being a girl one day. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Maybe if they cut their penises off, they've earned that. You know, because if a, if a guy says he's a woman and he cuts his penis off and he starts doing deadlifts and he beats you. I mean, he did trade off something pretty hardcore just to beat you. I mean, not many women could have said that. They didn't sacrifice a major part of their body to beat you. So maybe they should win. I don't know. That's uh, Adam, man. He's a super progressive guy who will then uh, defeat his own logic in the end.
All right, here we go. I was watching uh, this one YouTube video. They were talking about idiocracy and how it mirrors our reality now. And if you ever watched the movie Idiocracy, it's about this guy who goes to sleep in some kind of a sleeping hibernation chamber and wakes up 500 years in the future, and everyone's dumb. And that's because the dumb people kept having kids while the smart people, through procrastinating, you know, they're like, yeah, they were just too smart to have kids, I guess. And uh, people just got dumber and dumber as, you know, time went forward. Our president was a wrestler, pro wrestler guy, and screaming and shit. And then water got replaced with Mountain Dew kind of thing, you know. The whole world went to shit. And a lot of people think that's where the world is now because people are getting dumber and things like that. But what's what's weird is people aren't getting dumber, the video said. They said that people are becoming pseudo-intellectual, meaning they're not against being smart. They're about being smart in a wrong way. Like, why, once again, the earth is flat. Rather than, you know learning about physics and astro astrophysics and things like that, learning about your world and things like that. You you listen to YouTube videos that explain a pseudoscience, a fake kind of science, science that's not real, you know, where it's like, hey, yeah, the world's flat and it's because of this, this, and this. And you start quoting that bullshit. Now, you focused all that energy into all this other science fiction, you know, to prove that the earth is uh, flat as opposed to actually doing real science and finding that the earth is round and with that being said you know rather than you know learning anything you kind of just kind of double down on that so that's where we're we are now because man it's like human beings haven't learned anything since the 50s back in the day cigarette companies convinced people that they weren't cigarettes weren't bad for them. And then they just kept changing the narrative and finally you know after 20 50 years they were like hey you know what cigarettes are bad for you but you know it's a freedom of choice you should have the freedom to kill yourself if you want to well eventually they finally died out people still smoke but the remnants of that ideology still exist the same people who were able to trick other people and to just to just go with it. It's basically prolonging the truth as long as possible. They, they, they use their powers for climate change. So back in the day, people thought, you know what? People aren't causing climate change. And then the scientists were like, yeah, no, 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 we are. We are effectively fucking this planet up. <clears throat> then it became a thing where it's, um, oh, these scientists don't know what they're talking about. Here's this pseudoscience. And rather than pay attention to real science people funneled their energies into this fake science where it's kind of true but it's not and after that we just changed our philosophy of thinking instead of you know climate changing doesn't exist oh it does exist but it's always been this way so people just kept believing that and eventually people were like you know that's not working on us anymore we know your tricks <clears throat> so they, now it's a, well, climate change is here. This shit's real. People did this shit. But there's nothing we could do now. So we might as well just keep doing what we're doing. 
what the fuck? <laughs> and that's where we're at. That's your pseudoscience, you know? Constantly lying to the people, and people, instead of learning actual science that goes into this stuff, we start paying attention to science that we don't... That, that's kind of true, but it's not. And that's with everything. Uh, the pseudo-intellectual. It's like the fake smart person. Where you have two opposing thoughts, and rather than do the work to to find out what's right and what's wrong <clears throat> you do this thing where it's the easiest well this group of people this team that i want to belong to right so therefore i am on this side and no matter what the fuck you say i don't care because this side's right now it gets kind of weird right i mean then you start quoting science that doesn't work facts that don't work in a world where information is everywhere you can clip and cut info in such a way that makes any point right or valid. You could disprove gravity in that way. You know, Hideo Kojima, a famous game, in, game maker, predicted this shit in fucking 2000. He said that it, it, there was a game, Metal Gear Solid 2, where this AI was taken over. And um, your hero, who is you, you know, classic hero, was like, we're going to stop you. You're going to censor people. And that's what the fuck you're doing. That's what you're going to do with this internet thing. You're going to censor. And then AI laughs at you and says, why would I censor it? That's stupid. I'm going to give you all the information. With all the information, you guys are going to draw your own conclusions to the point where nothing is real. You know, what could be right, you won't pay attention because the other things could be right. And... The hero had this naive kind of way of thinking. The, the, the hero, who is you, is thinking, the bad guys are bad and that's the way it is. They just want to oppress us. They want to do this. They want to do that. They want to, they want to make us dumber. No. No, no. The true bad guy gives you all this information all at once and then changes your, your, your foundations constantly. That's who the real bad guy is. The bad guy is you. Because instead of thinking... You just decided to go with whoever group you're on. I'm on the good guy side. I'm on the bad guy side. I'm on, I'm on team Republican. I'm on team Democrat. You can't think for yourself. That's really who the enemy is. It's not, it's, it's, it's not person A or person B or Trump or Obama or anything like that. It's you. You got to think about things. You got to figure things out for yourself. Sometimes the person you think is wrong is probably right. And sometimes the person you think is right is probably wrong. <laughs> you have to, like, think that kind of shit out. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What's this? <clears throat> McDonald's. All right. Let's move past this. Uh, I was listening to this uh, podcast called Your Mom's House, and it was awesome. Awesome podcast. I love them. They're funny. It's uh, Tom Segura and Christina Pazinski. Those are two really cool, funny people, and they form this awesome team, awesome podcast that makes me laugh hysterically. Anyways, um, they got sponsored by McDonald's at one point or other, and as it turns out, they played a clip, and because they played this clip while being sponsored by McDonald's, McDonald's didn't particularly like that, so they fired them from said thing, and they got their money back, whatever. They, I, what gets me mad is that the, I guess it's probably legality why they didn't do, why didn't they go after McDonald's for this, but 
McDonald's fucked up by not reviewing the source material of these people. They're, they had 400 podcasts. And rather than look at at least 100 of them or 50 podcasts, they just decided, well, they're the, they're the new it thing. They're popular. Let's just have them advertise for us. Rather than looking at what the source material is. They thought they did, but they didn't. And what really gets me, what really burns me is, so they do this podcast where they, they show a clip and this dude sticks something in his ass or whatever, but their podcasts are all like that. They're all weird and goofy like that and pretty obscene. So it gets back to McDonald's. McDonald's takes this holier-than-thou attitude. They're like, they call them and they leave this message. They're like, yeah, what were you thinking doing this and that and what have you? No, McDonald's, what were you fucking thinking? You think that they just came up with this shit all of a sudden? No. One time in this, in a podcast maybe 20, 30 episodes ago, uh, fucking you have Tom Segura laughing his ass off as some guy got hit by a car. I mean, the guy could have died or whatever. It's pretty funny. But, I mean, you didn't do your due diligence, you know? And then after that, they didn't even bother to, like... <laughs> They acted like this was the only time they ever did this, you know, and they got very holier than thou, this McDonald's regional manager of some fucking thing. You're not allowed to go to McDonald's anymore. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. And then whatever, bitch, what the fuck are you going to do? Like there's some kind of a your minimum wage workers are really going to pay attention to. To, to Tom Segura. They're going to be like, oh man, it's Tom Segura. He's wandered for fucking crimes against humanity of McDonald's, whatever the fuck. He, they go on to say, uh, and your so-called uh, team of heroes, I forgot what he called it, but as a, as a jest, um, Tom's, uh, the, what do they call it? Your Mom's House podcast has this uh, group of heroes, group of, group of people who are just shitty people, but it's ironic, and they call them heroes or good guys or cool, cool guys, the cool guys club. That's what they call it. And uh, it's ironic, obviously, fucking obviously, a guy puts something up his ass, he's a fucking cool guy. No, it's obviously, it's ironic. But this McDonald's guy gets his fucking stick in his ass and says, well, and your cool guys club is not cool. Fuck you, McDonald's guy. I mean, <laughs> like, you fucking know what that even means. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like he had no clue. He should be pissed at himself for allowing this to happen to begin with. And as an apology, she at least give him half the money or something like that. Because... You hired these fucking people who do this podcast, who do these shenanigans all the time and make obscene jokes. And you thought, you thought, well, because they have the McDonald's brand, they were going to stop what they're doing. You, you, you guys didn't even discuss that shit. You actually, if you, if you listen to the podcast, they discuss it. They say, uh, yeah, yeah, everything's cool. We just do what we do. All right, cool. Obviously. I mean, <clears throat> you hired them to do a job and they were doing their job. And then you got pissed because you didn't like the job that they were doing. Maybe you should have had a conversation with them before they fucking did all that shit. Or maybe you should have did your research. But I don't think the onus is on them. And I don't think the the guy who sticks the thing in his ass. I don't even think it's his fault. I know that Tom and was it Christina, they focused their anger out on this one guy, you know? But if you listen to the podcast, but it really wasn't a, a thing in which it was his fault. It was something that he did. They thought it was funny and they posted it, you know, and um, they thought it was funny. I mean, they're comedians. 
That's what they do. They think things are funny and they post things. That's the fucking name of the podcast is your mom's house. What the fuck were you thinking? And so McDonald's is like, you know what? These guys are cool cats. They really, they really work for our franchise. So we're going to give them millions of dollars and they're totally going to do right. And then they do exactly what they've been doing. And then you shit on them for it. That's the thing that gets me is that they shit on them. They kick them out of McDonald's. Uh, they, they say you can't go to McDonald's ever in Southern California, whatever the fuck that means. Like your minimum wage employees are going to pay attention to that. They go, they asked for, they had audacity to ask for their money back. They're like, give us your money back. Man, dude, that's stupid. You know, I bought a PlayStation 4 and there's a lot of games that I think are just stupid and I don't like the system that much, but I don't ask for my money back. I got what I paid for. I got the PlayStation. All because the product doesn't put out what I want it to put out. Doesn't make it like, hey, you know, they did their part. I did my part. I don't say, here's my, give me my money back. I mean, I go to McDonald's and I get a lackluster Mc, Mc, was it Big Mac. And it's like, was it steamed beef? It looks like and lettuce is kind of hanging out and, it's just a shit-looking burger from the product I saw in the picture. I don't ask for my money back. That's stupid. That's petty. And then McDonald's, a billion-dollar company who gives $2 million to two fucking comedians on a YouTube podcast. Yeah, you're going to ask for your fucking money back? That, and you're going to go and ridicule them? And you're going to say, oh, yeah, your cool guys club isn't cool? And I don't know, man, dude. I don't know why I'm fucking ranting. I'm ranting for you guys because that's fucking bullshit. You should have known what you were getting when you bought it, you know? It's like they didn't even do their due diligence. You should you should consider your, you should fire whoever like hired them. I mean, if that's not what the product you want, like what were you thinking? Like before that, I mean, oh really? It's the butt plug that really broke the straw of the camel's back or whatever. Or is it because I don't know? You didn't pay attention to what you were doing when you did it, and then you shat on them for it. So here's to you, McDonald's guy. Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? You're a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's see here. All right, moving on. Police. <laughs> so in this one rich area, the police had got in their head to paint the American flag on the cop cars. And people were like, oh, that's totally aggressive. And people were pissed about it. All right, How dare they put the flat American flag on these cop cars? I'm like, what? Wait, what? Why? Why is that a bad thing? Why? Why is the American flag a bad thing? Why can't police present the American flag? Why is that a bad thing at all? And this this rich community, you know, you're in America. And the only way that you have it good is because you're in America. You know, you're not in Uganda. I always pick on Uganda. You're not Indochina <laughs> or whatever. You're not in some weird fucking place where you have no freedom and you don't have a system of success you know you're in america you should represent that flag you should be okay with that flag and they, they call it aggressive why is it aggressive when did the american flag become aggressive i think it's people's insecurities have have become who, the who they are you know but uh I just thought it was dumb. In the year 2019, we hate the American flag. Us Americans hate the American flag. That's what that is. All right, last thing before I put a drunk cast in there. Yeesh. All right. I wonder how long this is going to last. Probably a minute. I can only rant for so long. 
So there's a new evil out there. But it's not new. It's, it's kind of always been there. In our American society of corporate, you know, good. Uh, it's the evil person who who talks nicely at you. You know, this. they don't say anything bad. They don't say anything good, really. Uh, they just treat you like shit. But yet, as long as they're not yelling at you and they're not saying any curse words, they get away with it. That's the evil that people do. They're out there. They're the person who heard your order at McDonald's and said, oh, okay, I'm not going to put cheese on this burger. They asked for cheese. I'm going to give them no cheese. I'm that person. And then they get away with it. Because why? you're already driving away with your fucking food. That's a wrong order. And then you see it and you're like, what the fuck? Now, if you bring yourself to their level and argue and complain, they win. You don't do anything, they win. That person wins. It's a little evil that you can get away with. In our American society, we no longer cut people's heads off ruthlessly or shoot them because we just don't like the way they look at us. And we don't call people bad words nowadays. I mean, we still do in some instances, but there's a new evil rising. It's the tiptoeing around, just doing, just being a bad person all around. You know, you have a bunch of employees, you don't say any good things about them, you, uh, Whenever something goes wrong, although they've been doing good by you all this time, you shit down their throats and say, why'd you mess up? And blah, 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 blah. But as long as you don't curse or say anything mean, you're good. This is the new evil that's out there and exists. And what can we do about this new evil? Well, it's easy. Be the better you. <laughs> don't let them change who you are. You're going to always have a shitty person out there and they're going to find ways to be shitty to you because their their lives are shitty they themselves have fucked it up they may have all the money they can do all these things they work at the mcdonald's they work at the 7-eleven they're just out there ruining people's lives just a little bit at a time because their lives suck and you let them win when you let it bother you so if you're not noticing it your ignorance is bliss kind of person it's good but if you're like me and you notice the evil that these people do, you know, uh, no onion, sir. Oh, of course. And then, <laughs> but an onion sandwich, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you get mad about it. You got to really just dig deep and just don't let it bother you. And that's the only way you can win. Evil triumphs when you let that shit bother you. That should be a t-shirt. It's <laughs> my new thing. That should be a t-shirt. And I'm going to load this fucking thing in there. All right, guys. Uh, that's it for most of my riff section i'm gonna put a quick drunk thing i was drunk and i recorded six minutes of a podcast so put six minutes i'm gonna put six minutes in here and finish it up from there well that sucks but i deleted it when i was drunk stupid (laughs) it was a good podcast uh it was six minutes about oh yeah oh you know what i could bring this up let me uh close this door over now nah, let's, let's go so basically i was drunk and i was i was listening to a change my mind youtube video about was it guns or some shit like that right but one subject whatever on that one thing popped up in my head as they were talking they were talking about psychologists in different countries and then i was like hmm 
I wonder, psychologists in different countries, would they have different philosophies on how they help people deal with their emotions and their psych, I don't know, their feelings and their craziness? And you're like, what do I mean? Well, so if you're in a country where women are second-class citizens and they're treated like donkeys, you know, like it, when you, when you're helping out a dude with that in mind, does that change how you help them as a person? Buy another donkey or something like that. Or if a woman comes in and starts complaining about her husband, well, you should be beheaded. You know, things like that. I mean, I wonder if that's a, that's a thing. Do they even exist in other countries? And that's just crazy. That was a cool thought. I was drunk. Whatever. That's it for this podcast. I'm your host, K-Dog. And always, as all podcasts, if you can, if you want to reach me, I'm on the podcast for me at gmail.com. Twitter, podcast for me. I got a website. You can blog me if you want with the blog. <laughs> and that's it, really. And uh, as always, be the better you than you were yesterday. Try to listen to others as opposed to being a sheep and going with the mob mentality. That person you put off tomorrow, be that person today. You know, you think to yourself, I'm going to work out tomorrow for a change. Do that today. Whoever that tomorrow person is pretty awesome if you could become that person today. Because the road to Rome uh is paved with gold i don't know fuck i don't know where i was going with that something about rocks and death i don't know it takes one step to make a thousand steps one brick to build a building fuck i don't know anyways that's it as always head on the swivel and stay frosty everyone it's the devil and the devil is free.